edition of your Newsmakers Week 2024. It's day one. We've already talked to Tori Lovello, Bryce Drew. We continue with uh, ASU baseball head coach Willie Bloomquist joining us in studio. Not just joining us in studio, but on a game day, Dan Bickley. Willie, thanks for That's coming commitment, in. That's commitment, man. Well, Willie! You, guys are, you guys are special, so I figured <laughs> I, would, I would make this happen for you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, season gets underway. Year three at the helm of ASU baseball. Uh, you take the uh, two or three uh, in opening weekend against Santa Clara. Lo- lots of runs. If you liked offense, you were pr- probably pretty happy. But uh, what was your synopsis of the opening weekend? Uh, it was entertaining for the fans, and that that was great. But not so much for uh, the for for the coach and and Sammy, my pitching coach. So we we had a uh, we had. You know, we're buying stock and tums here early on, but uh, no, it, it was a fun weekend. You know, Santa Clara is a good team. They're a regional team last year. They got everybody returning. They're very older. They're ex- older, experienced teams. So we knew we were going to have our hands full with them. But uh, you know, our guys battled, played hard, and and put up a lot of runs. Kept uh, coming back, and it was back and forth affair with both of those uh, Saturday and Sunday games. Um, but you know, turning the page on that, we got Kansas State tonight, who's a top twenty-five team, and you know, they're not going to be easy. Either. So uh, it'll, it'll be a fun one tonight. Let's talk about expectations because the history of ASU baseball, anybody who's been here for a while knows the history is fantastic. The big names that came through here, the successes that was happened back in the 70s and, and you name it, um, it, it created an unrealist, unrealistic expectation among fans who, who want that in the current day and age all the time. And it's very, very difficult with the parody in college baseball. So your thoughts on where you're at in the evolution of where you want this program to go and how you want it to be well I think you're spot on I mean it's uh, it's a different era you know it's we're, we're in a we're in a new era with Nil and transfer portal and all that stuff and so it, it's very difficult to remain uh, to get to the top uh, first and foremost and then sustain that you know for over a length of time um, you know where we're at I think we're growing we're getting better um, and but we still got a lot of work to do um, we still need to get deeper we still got to get better um, you know with this ever-changing environment that we're in um, land that we're in in college sports it's we have to you know we're starting to figure out this nil stuff and move forward in that department whether you like it or not we would just we have to we, we have, have to, to evolve it. there and and be successful and retain our guys and that that's just it is what it is but um you know i think it like you said the parody in college baseball has never been greater um you know the the, the players as a whole across the board are just better i mean you you, you see schools that you never heard of before and they're <laughs> they're knocking mm-hmm. off top five teams and top 10 teams in the country, you're like, wow, I didn't know, I never heard of them. But um, there's good players all over out there. So anyone can beat anybody on any given day. And um, I think when you look at that, it, it, it makes it it makes it much more difficult to build a dynasty and, and keep a dynasty. So um, we're on the right trend, um, but, but we got work to do still. Willie Bloomquist, the head coach of ASU Baseball, our guest here on Newsmakers Week on Bickley and Murata Mornings. You, you touched on NIL. We talked to Bobby Hurley a lot about NIL, how it affects college basketball. We talked to Kenny Dillingham at football. Don't have a lot of information, I don't at least, on how NIL is affected college baseball. How big of a factor is it for you on a, on a daily basis? It, it certainly is. Um, it, it's it's trickling to baseball rapidly. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, when you look at, at some of these schools that just have truckloads of, of NIL stuff and, and um, you know, it makes it difficult in the recruiting world. You know, if you, if you need a good weekend starter, I mean, you better come to the table with, with some serious coin if you're going to, if you're going to rally the troops and try to get him on, on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's something that, that we, we obviously, 
obviously need the help with if we're going to be able to do that. If not, then you have to shift your recruiting to, you know, the younger players out of high school and, and give them opportunities, which is kind of what we've done here the past couple of years. We started five freshmen last year. Uh, this year, it's our pitchers that, that are young that are going to get the opportunity. So, you know, we've shifted our, our recruiting, you know, not solely, but largely on, on the younger incoming freshmen that, and, and hey, we got to develop these kids. And then, you know, the difficult part or the challenging part is once we develop them, we got to retain them yeah. and keep them here. So um, that's kind of our approach right now. And not to say we won't dabble in the portal from time to time. We certainly will. But um, I think for, for us to be sustainable for a long period of time, we got to recruit the, the talented high school kids and try to retain them here. Yeah, it's weird, though, in, in baseball, especially because there's that, that minor league option for players coming out of high school or whenever they're drafted. If they want to get paid, they can go get paid in the minors. Um, I mean, does has that it's just kind of a weird juxtaposition of things because, you know, if a player stays in college but then also decides, I want to get paid or I can get paid, I imagine that's a really delicate line for a head coach or a recruiting coordinator to go through. It makes our head spin, yeah. um, especially <laughs> with, uh, you know, the timing of the, the major league draft mm-hmm. um, is after the portal closes. So you don't know who you're losing or who you're getting back. Um, and, you know, these kids that'll kind of pull the rug out, so to speak, at the last minute and jump ship on you that you thought you were getting back. So what we have to, you know, we have to get insurance. We have to, in a sense, over recruit and, and get guys just in case we lose a bunch in the draft like we did this year. We mm. lost every arm we had, you know, yeah. in the draft this year, which, you know, is good for the incoming so, freshmen. But, yes. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like, okay, we what are we gonna what are we gonna do now? And and you know, you lose a, a kid at the last minute in the portal and and you weren't thinking you were gonna lose him and now what do you do? So it makes it very, very challenging with the timing of the draft, all these factors that, that come into it as a head coach and having to still remain under eleven Point seven scholarships and and that's a whole nother discussion. But when when you have these factors, it makes it very very challenging um, to where yeah, if you had if you had a nice pool of nil money that you could fall back on and mm-hmm. and not have to use scholarship money in order to get a kid here, that would yeah. be that would be great. But um, yeah, a lot of factors that we got to deal with. Before the slugfest, uh, I read that Thomas Burns was the first true freshman to start a season opener in eighteen years. Did pretty good, didn't he? He was great. Uh, you know, Thomas was awesome. He he. Uh, he did as we were kind of expecting him to do. He just he doesn't get too high or too low. Um, kid that's a you know tough kid, hockey player, kind of in high school. So he doesn't get he doesn't get over emotional, and that's yeah. why I, I like him on Friday because he just comes out and trusts his stuff and does his job. So he, he did outstanding. In terms of expectations this year, and and going back to last year, you guys were sitting pretty for a while. The end of the season got a little rough. Even with the rough ending, you were right on the doorstep of making a regional. You got left out. How much does that drive you, your staff, your your returning players to, to, to get over that hump this year? Well, I think it, you use it as motivation. Obviously, it was disappointing. It's still disappointing, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, we, we went down that stretch run. Where we, we had some bumps and bruises without without arguably our best player and Ryan Campos, you know, during that with, a, with an oblique injury. So we didn't have him for the – and we were still – every doesn't help, but every game we lost was one or two run game against Stanford. And, and uh, 
you know, SC, who was a pretty good team last year. And, and so th- that kind of stung a little bit that we got left out. But you use it as motivation, um, you know, remind our guys to finish the job. And we're doing even drill work in the, in yeah. the fall and the spring. Like, hey, you remember what happened? We have to yeah. focus on every little detail and get everything done right and finish the job. So, um, you know, use it as motivation. Use it as a, as a stepping stone to, to bring the program forward. And, you know, hopefully our guys uh, will respond to that. I think when when you took on this gig at ASU, um, a lot of people were very happy for a lot of obvious reasons, but it's certainly something you didn't have to do. So what you're doing is basically a labor of love. Is that still the case? And how is the process of it playing with you? How, how do, you en- do you enjoy this the way you thought you might? You know, it's... Um it is, and I appreciate that. It's, uh, it's something that, yeah, you're right, I didn't necessarily have to do, um, but my passion for Arizona State's always been very deep, and, and when this opportunity got got kind of thrown at me, it was, it was like, wow. Um, I, I thought I was kind of done on the baseball field, you know, for, for a significant amount of time, but when this got thrown at me with a chance to, to go back at, to ASU, or the place that I'm very passionate about, I'm like, man, that that actually lights my fire and gets me nervous a little bit. So, <laughs> um, you know, it makes, lets me know I'm still alive. And, and so when I took on the challenge of it, I knew it was, it wasn't going to be easy. Um, and it, I'm, I'm loving it. I enjoy it. It is extremely challenging, uh, you know, on a day to day basis. But, um, like I said, I think that that's what, what drives me to continue to keep going and, and try to, you know, be, be good at this job and, and get this program hopefully to where, um, to where we're sustainable year in and year out and we're pretty good. So, uh, like I said, we're, we're on the right track. I think, uh, we still got a little ways to go, but, but I, I do love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I love it here. The, the fans have been great. The alumni support has been good. Um, so I, I'm loving it and I'm, I'm really enjoying what Fantastic. I'm doing. Yeah. Sun Devils have a game tonight at Phoenix Muni against Kansas State and then a four game series starting on Thursday against Ohio State. So a great uh, opportunity to get out to Phoenix Muni and watch the uh, Sun Devils. Willie, thanks so much for coming in. Good to catch up with yeah, you. Yeah, great. Best Good seeing you, Willie. Yes, great seeing you guys. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, come on out. We'll go put, Devils. Yes, go <laughs> Devils. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Willie Bloomquist, head coach of uh, Arizona State Baseball.